All right, let's do this uh, with the basic Mandarin I started learning. Here we do this. Yeah, welcome to Turning Tables and Johnny's up <laughs> here with Cameron Pierce, the voice of logic and reason. Cam, how are you doing there? <laughs> We're going with the basic languages that we've just started learning. Guten Tag, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. How's the German going? Eh, slow. I've been slow in the last week, but I did some review yesterday and I absolutely nailed it. So if I have time today before I go to work, I'm going to try to do a lesson. and or, or if not, I'll just do a bunch of lessons tomorrow and, and review the shit out of it for a week. How's Mandarin going? Dude, that probably sounds like hell. And Mandarin. Um, I'm trying to I'm using Duolingo. Are you using anything else? I'm I'm doing everything through Babel, but I'm taking a lot of notes and and whenever I think of like a word or a phrase, I don't know, I just punch it into Google Translate and try to remember it. Try and start using Babel because um, yeah, I really want to get this down. Uh, Mandarin is a tough language. It's a very uh, it's the world's toughest language, and it's not going to be easy for me, but I will prevail. With that out of the way, welcome to the show. Uh, let's get into what we jamming. Cam, what have you been jamming? So I've been jamming something that we discussed last week that we're going to touch on more as we get further into the show. But a lot, and I mean a lot, of Kiss Kiss. I'm, yes. I'm borderline obsessed with Kiss Kiss, and it's a fucking epidemic in my brain. On top of that, a lot of some, I checked out some of the other stuff that you recommended to me. We'll get into that. But like I checked out more Royal Blood because I'm just I can't stop with them. A lot of John Williams. I've been enjoying the works of him so much lately. He's an absolute master. For some reason, Spotify says I've been listening to a lot of Billie Eilish. I don't think that that's true. I went back and listened to Iowa because I was having a bad day. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I watched Kong versus Godzilla on Friday night or whatever. Godzilla versus Kong or whatever it is. What was that? Well, as a massive Godzilla fanboy my entire life and also a lover of good movies, I was wildly disappointed with this. Although I probably shouldn't have been. I'll, that's, I'll leave it at that. All right. It's yeah. I, I I could go. I could do an hour and a half just me sitting here yelling at the camera about how I feel about the entirety of that movie. But let's just say the movie starts off with Kong waking up in the sun, like getting up and stretching and scratching his ass and taking a shower in a waterfall. Like it's really fucking stupid. Wait, are you making that up? No, I'm being one hundred percent genuine. Oh my gosh! I wish we could review this. I mean, we probably could. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, maybe, because that sounds so stupid and I want to hear it. I could I could seriously do an hour and a half just sitting here getting annoyed about that movie. And and I sh as a lover of Godzilla and, and knowing that like only like 15% of the like 37, 38 movies that they've made are actually any good, I shouldn't be that upset about how much I dislike this movie, but I really dislike this movie. <laughs> Okay, we might have to fall back on that a little later on because I want to hear a little bit about it. Uh, with that out of the way, I personally have been listening to Architects. I got into the orchestra version of Animals that you sent me, and listening to the regular version, it doesn't sound the same. No, it, it's <laughs> like I, I wish that I could substitute 
the orchestral version in the original album. And I'm just hoping that they did more of those because I can't imagine that they got an entire orchestra for one song. I, I really ho- I want to hear like a full orchestral version of Dead Butterflies and some of the other tracks in that record. It's really good. Theater would be insane. Yeah. Especially that entire look. Um, that actually got me into re-listening to Roy- uh, Bring Me the Horizon at the Royal Albert Hall. Their orchestra... Um, concert what was incredible um vincent vincente fernandez um avenge sevenfold uh on mayor um i've been of course there's a shit ton of lo-fi hip-hop in my catalog tino is probably the main one um i was listening to rings of saturn um royal blood what you got me into Sexy, let's um, do it. Hell fucking yeah. Then um Amana Maroth. I've been listening to Defila because Defila's <laughs> gonna be putting out a new uh a new song hopefully very soon. I'm very excited about it. Jake has been uh promoting a shit ton of stuff for it, what is driving me absolutely nuts. Um happy j- birthday, by the way, the Jake from Defila. Um Post Malone, um Ghost, Travis Scott. DMX, hope you get a good recovery. This DMX is unfortunately in the hospital right now. Power Wolf, Sabaton, uh, Muse, stuff like that. Oh, and Dire Straits. And um, oh, Eminem, and of course, Kiss Kiss. Well, I recommended to Cam last week, and Cam, as I knew would do what I was expecting, just binged the living shit out of the band. There is a trend. And and this kiss kiss made me realize this about myself and my stupid dumb male lizard brain. But the second you show me two or any number of attractive females and say they make good music, my stupid brain is like, okay, I'm gonna listen to them, and then they instantly become one of my favorite things in the world. Welcome to the way I found ninety percent of my music. The first one. The, and the most notable in the entire show's history is probably Billie Eilish with the Billie Eilish paradox. Then we have Poppy. Then more recently, Spirit Box. And then very recently, Kiss Kiss. Forget Ginger. <laughs> and Ginger. That's right. Ginger as well. Never forget Ginger. It makes me feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's, that's the thing with that happened with Spirit Box. And I actually remember noting that in my head after I'd gotten super into them because I saw uh, uh, one of the publications, I think it was Metal Hammer or whatever, did a thing. It was like, why Spirit Box is going to be the next big metalcore band in 2021. And I saw the picture and I saw Courtney and I went, wow, she's really attractive. And I also like metalcore. I'll give it a shot. And I was blown away by it. So I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I probably only listened to them because I saw Courtney. I was like, wow, she's really pretty. And then the reason I even found Kiss Kiss was because I somehow found like a video, live video of the drummer just drumming i was like okay cool i'm gonna try and find this granted it was not easy because everything's in fucking russian i prevailed i total no i get that uh and and, uh, and i just have to say it they're both so fucking hot <laughs> 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 i just have to put that out there 
their talent supersedes everything because that's you know that's the reason I've stayed listening to them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just, okay. Okay. Like you're doubting what I'm saying. Oh, I know. I I get it. I totally agree. Yeah. No, they're a killer fucking bands. They're fun as hell. That's a listen to, and they do kind of what rock and roll really needs right now. It's just having a fucking good time with everything. But you just don't see with a lot of it, and they're fucking huge in Russia. I didn't realize how big they were. Yeah, I mean, they're um, they're not. It's not like their music is anything extraordinary. Like I'll be honest, it just reminds me of like if Paramore was was Russian, at least a lot of their earlier works. <laughs> yeah. So well, that, that's a good put it. Yeah, so it's not like they're doing anything extraordinary or anything that hasn't been heard. They're just taking pre-written formulas and doing a fantastic job with it and, and making it very you know, user-friendly despite the fact that I they could literally be telling me specifically to go to hell and I'd have no idea because I can't understand the lyrics or read a single song title. The fact that I can even pronounce the band's name is a miracle. But it's just they're taking these already preconceived formulas and applying them together and making something that's very user-friendly and fun to listen to. And that's the thing. It's just, it's fun. It, and, and maybe that's why I have such an attraction to their music is because most of the music I listen to, I would never qualify uh, as being fun music. So it's just a fun change of pace, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Didn't find lo-fi fun though. No. And I'm, this is what I said to you before the show. And this is what I said to myself while I was listening to one of the tracks that you sent me. I thought like, this is the type of music that I would listen to on a rainy Sunday drive home after being dumped by a chick I've been seeing for like three months. It's the type of music that I imagine people listen to when they think that they're the main character in the world and they're sad. At least that's what I felt with one in particular track that you sent me. I don't remember which one. But I listened to everything that you sent me last week, with the exception of the Muse albums, because I just didn't get around to listening to to two full albums. But forgot that. But I mean, I you know, it's not like I've never listened to Muse though. I I, I know their music, but I I just remember like I would rather listen to the Arab trap music. Like strongly prefer the Arab trap. Hell music. yeah! <laughs> Arab trap music. I still finally. I finally got you to listen to like Arab trap music and it's good. I still cherish that moment last week on the show where you sent me the first song and I was like, Oh, love in Damascus. And you're like, hey, that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> like, good, good for Johnny. He's conscious. He doesn't want to come across as racist because he doesn't know how to say something. And then there's I don't me. need to have a bill. I don't need to be like Bill Burr at the Grammys, like just going into the mic, like, guys. I'm sorry, I don't, I wasn't even paying attention. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I'll admit it. I just don't know how to. I I didn't know how to fucking say it. I mean, I know how to say Damascus, but let's be fair. If it was any other word or name, I would have just spit it out <laughs> without having any knowledge of how to say it. Yeah, I mean, there's some bands of mine that I do that with. Oh, we know. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm trying to see what else I fucking sent you. That That's uh, that's something that I miss about being in studio is when you'd try to read something and you'd be like, you, here, you just try to read this and you'd hand me your phone. <laughs> uh, how do you read this? I don't know. This is your fucking song. <laughs> 
Did you listen to Dreamscape? As, yes, and it, I got like 20 seconds in. I was like, I remember this. And I just shut it. I shut it off. <laughs> it's like I lived 2009. I don't need to be back there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. But we got that out of the way. Well, um, well I need to ask yeah. you uh, what your opinion of Royal Blood is because that was my big recommendation to you last week. Royal Blood is fun, dude. I dig that. That is some catchy shit. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to describe yeah, their music is catchy. It's like I've had it like rolling through a playlist and everything, and I'm like, this is catchy as hell. What the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, it's Royal Blood. That makes sense. Like, it's, yeah, I'm really digging it. I got to get more into them, but I, I really did like it. That both their albums no. are, are fantastic, and their new album comes out on the 30th, the same day as the Gojira album. So the 30th is going to be a, a really great day, I think, or a really bad day if both the albums suck. But I, I have all the faith in the world that those are both going to be fantastic albums. Yeah, with that being said, though, um, yeah, we were going to talk about a subject really that we were going to talk about, though, is um, do you think lyrics are important? Because um, what was it? Because Mike from Become the Night um, is putting out his album, as you told me, later this month. And there's a good chance that it's instrumental. Well, we're going complete. We're completely assuming that. I don't know, because as yeah. you said, you know, Mike, the music snob, aka Become the Night, his band Crusade is putting out their first album at some point this month. I don't know if he's announced the date yet. As far as I know, whatever the last video I watched from him, he said that they weren't announcing the date yet. <laughs> but and then you asked, is Anthony Vincent in the band? Because he did that one song with them a while back, and I said I don't think so. I, he might be. I don't think he is in the band. So with that being said, I don't know if they have a vocalist. So mm. it could be, there could be a chance that this whole thing could just be instrumentals. And I would not be surprised in the slightest of that because Mike talks a lot about how like lyrics are secondary to the music. A lot of the times you were like, well, I don't really agree with that. And that kind of was led me to be like, okay, well let's talk about this on the show. So so with that, I'll put the ball in your court if you're done giggling about whatever you're giggling about over there. And no. <laughs> no, I, am. I just see you trying so hard not to laugh. And you're like, don't throw it to me yet, Cam. Don't throw it to me yet, Cam. I'm throwing it to you, Johnny. The ball's <laughs> in your court. I want to know why you disagree with the sentiment that lyrics can be and oftentimes are in some people's eyes secondary to the music. Well, the mu I think um, as important as the music is um, I believe instrumentals can absolutely draw the atmosphere and tell the story um, I've what I've listened to like classical music that portrayed a whole story before and um, over stuff and it really you understood the story even without the lyrics I totally believe that I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, there are times where we really need the lyrics. Um, or I don't know, whatever sake. I think that they are important. Um, but I do understand, in a sense, why Mike said that. Um, it's really, um, the instrumentals do tell a huge part of the story that the lyrics overshadow i think in a sense the atmosphere um they along with the atmosphere the instrumentals really 
Um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. But you speak because I'm trying. I'm st- stammering over everything right now. Well, the one thing that you touched on that um, I want to touch on is atmosphere. And something that I've noticed, and this is something that I credit Mike with a lot because I, I got really into his videos back in, uh, I think, 2019 or early on in 2019. It had to have been. It was like spring 2019 because I think that's around the time that I showed you him and we put a couple of his sound bites into our 360 at the old studio that we would play our sound bites out of. He talks a lot about how, you know, he thinks that the the music itself is is generally more important than the lyrics. And it sounds like I'm putting words in his mouth and I probably am putting words in his mouth. I'm sure that he wouldn't agree with everything that I'm saying about the things that I'm saying he has said. But he also says all the time, it's like, I don't even listen to the lyrics because half the time you can't understand them. I just listen to the music. And you need to look at it from his perspective of somebody who went to school for to study music and music theory and all of that type of stuff. And he listens to, you know, he, he is a self-proclaimed music snob and he listens to mostly like, I don't know about mostly, but listens to like progressive metal and things like that and stuff where yes. the lyrics I think are secondary a lot of the times. But when it comes to what you talked about with atmosphere, I listen to music a lot of times because it creates the atmosphere that I'm feeling emotionally or it puts me in an atmosphere that I want to be in emotionally. And I've realized in the last few months, in part to things that I've heard Mike say before about music itself, not talking about lyrics, I've realized that a lot of the times it's not the lyrics or the vocals at all that make me feel emotionally invested in what I'm listening to or not the lyrics at all, but the music itself that's making me feel the atmosphere that I am feeling or want to feel. The lyrics themselves especially don't matter that much to me anymore. I listen to the vocals more as an instrument uh, along with the band than I actually listen to the lyrics. And of course there are exceptions to that because, I mean, there are bands like Architects and Slipknot who we talk about all the time on the show, who have some of my favorite lyrics of all time. And I put a lot of value into those lyrics. And then there's obviously stuff like rap where I'll listen, like Eminem is my favorite artist of all time. Of course, I'm going to listen to what he says in his raps. <laughs> but to, to really hit on what I'm saying here, where I think that the music is actually more important than the lyrics a lot of times, at least for me personally, is look at Kiss Kiss who we've both gotten into recently, and I especially in the last week and a half or whatever it's been. I've listened to every single song by this band and watched a few multiple live performances and watched a bunch of their music videos, and I can't even pronounce a song title because it's in a different alphabet. I have zero clue what they're singing about. Like I said earlier, they could be telling me specifically to go fuck myself, and I would have no idea that they're singing that. And it's because I'm not listening to what they're saying. I'm listening to the music itself and the atmosphere that it builds. Because as we said, it's what rock and roll kind of needs right now. It's just fun. It's upbeat, just fat, you know, typically very fast songs with catchy power chord riffs and great drums and drumming. I don't remember the girl's name, insane drummer, but that's another conversation. Um, and then, the Like I said, with the vocals being more of an instrument than anything to me, case in point, kiss, kiss, because again, I have no idea what's being said, 
but the vocalist in that band is so effing good and works so well with the music that it just transcends the fact that I don't know what they're saying, but it just works and it makes me, it puts me in the atmosphere that I want to be in. Yeah, I totally get that. That actually is a really good point. Um, yeah, because that kind of does bring up how I do listen to the lyrics sometimes, but I really look at the vocals as another instrument, another topping to how I feel. And I really didn't think of it the way you said it um, when the instrumentals are really what drive you for the most part. Well, of course, I mean, I, I don't remember who I heard this from, if it was you or if it was somebody on YouTube or if it was another friend of mine, but a question that I ask people all the time, and I think I've asked you on the show is, when you listen to music, what do you hear first, the lyrics or the actual music itself? Yeah. And your answer would be what, Johnny? Oh, the music. You hear the music first. Yeah. Because a few years ago, I would have said the lyrics, but the last year, two years, it would have to be the music. I, I listen to lyrics, it's there, but I really am listening to the music most of the time. Yep. And I, I, part of that I think is because I listen to a lot of um, soundtrack to movies and TV shows to the point mm. where I'll be watching a movie and I won't even be paying attention to what the characters are saying in a scene sometimes because I'm listening to the music. That's a whole other issue in and of itself where I have trouble comprehending movies sometimes because of that. Just don't ever relate that to driving. No, I know. I know. Believe me. I, I have to be really focused. Actually, I don't know. Music helps me focus when I drive a lot of the time, so I don't know. But So I think that that's part of the reason. That mixed with things that I've heard Mike say on his YouTube channel, Become the Night, uh, it, it has helped me a lot with with caring more about the music than the lyrics. And I think part of why I used to care about the lyrics so much is because I have such a background where I listen to a lot of rap almost exclusively for a few years. So now that I really listen to a bunch of different styles of music, it helps it or it has helped me listen more to the music itself because I think that the music in rock and metal and and wherever else is so much more diverse than the instrumental pieces that we hear in hip hop a lot of the times because I mean, you can strip a lot of the instrumental pieces out of a rap song and just have the beat itself and it would still work as a song because you're not really listening to that a lot of times. You're listening to the lyrics unless you're listening to like lo-fi that doesn't have any lyrics, but... Yeah, or a song that is more known for instrumentals because of uh, one of the uh, hooks that they uh, took i.e. mask off by future it's known for the flute in the background more than anything right outside of that yeah you're absolutely right and i think there is more of a um a vocal lyrical listening um in like certain aspects and areas like in pop um and again it does depend sometimes it is the beat really think it comes down to your mood for the most part yeah because that i mean okay go on i didn't mean to cut you off there that's all good i because that that just came to me because you do what i do whenever you're mad you listen to iowa and <laughs> yeah 
Let's just be frank. Although the instrumentals drive you on that, you are listening to you're listening to those lyrics like it's scripture. Oh, a hundred percent. And like I said, um, there are bands, and I use Slipknot as an example. There are artists who I listen to, and I really pay t- attention to the lyrics. And I put a lot of value in them. Like Bad Religion is another great example of that, where I would say that the lyrics are the most important part of that band. And then there, but then there's artists like Gojira, who we talk about a lot on the show as well. I almost never listen to the lyrics, uh, or, or, or yeah, the lyrics. I listen to the vocals, but not the lyrics. Cause to me, the most important part of Gojira's music is the music itself. And I look at Joe's vocals as just a uh, layering on top of the actual instrumentals. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that does make a lot of good sense. Yeah. And, and I mean, you could say that about a ton of the artists I listen to, and you could say the other thing about other artists where I do listen a lot more to the lyrics. It it is a case by case basis sort of thing with a lot of artists, but on the same token, the last year or so, I, I just don't care as much about lyrics. And that's why I'm actually scrolling through my Spotify artist right now. A band like Five Finger Death Punch, I think the lyrics are trash a lot of the times <laughs> and don't actually say a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm using them as an example just because I saw them and it, it's making me realize, you know, I really only listened to them for a little while. And whenever they put out new music, I'll check it out. But I don't listen to them that much anymore. And I think a big part of that is the fact that there, there's really no value to put in their lyrics most of the time. And then when you actually listen to the music, it's kind of basic and doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah. I, I get that. There are some artists that come to mind right now that I don't really care for their vocals at all about. Not Five Finger Death Punch, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, I, I so, think Ivan Moody's a good vocalist. I'm not shitting on that. I just think the lyrics are good. Oh, no, but no, they're like some op artists, for example, or in my head right now that vocally I'm not a fan of, but their instrumentals production wise, I'm very much a fan of. You know, and that that goes with a lot of um so I really think in the end, yeah, it comes down to food and uh changes. Yeah, I mean, you you set the tone with that are with your kind of opening statement on the whole thing talking about atmosphere. I think atmosphere at least to me is the most important thing because it's all to me it's about putting myself in the atmosphere that I want to be in. If I want to be in a nostalgic mood, typically I'll listen to something like a day to remember where it brings me back to when I was in high school. If I'm like super hopped up on like some political shit. I'll listen to bad religion. (laughs) And if I, um, I want to live vicariously through somebody else's experiences, I'll listen to pretty much anything that sings about something I haven't experienced. Like, you know, the way Eminem grew up, I'll listen to some of his older stuff where he's talking about the way that he, he grew up and, but then, of course, that goes back to the lyrics. So it just depends on what you want to do with your listening listening experience with music. But for me personally, it is about building an atmosphere and, and putting yourself in it. And there's some artists just do that better than others. And 
I don't know. Of course, there's a time and a place for everything, but. Said by the man, the myth, the voice, voice of Washington, reason himself. That's right. This is the same guy who, at the top of the show, said that his dumb lizard brain is the only reason he listens to half of the fucking women that he listens to in music. So, so I don't know how much value I'd put into what I say, but um, <laughs> listen, of course. Shit, that was an off-color delivery. All right. Yeah, like like I said, though, talent supersedes everything. If I didn't actually think that the people I listen to were talented, I wouldn't listen to them. Yeah, exactly. But tell us what you think. Do you listen to the lyrics at all, or is it the music? What were your thoughts on our conversation? What do you think as a whole? Just let us know. Thank you for listening to the Turning Tables podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at Turning Tables MA. And follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if we're still on that. Cameron Pierce, the voice of logic and reason. I'm Johnny Zanuck. Peace. Hey.